Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining and for your support. We are broadcasting on-site right now, right this very moment at IoT Solutions World Congress. It is an event that brings technology, people, companies, solving problems, wanting to collaborate. You need to put this on your calendar for next year if you are not here. But do it because it's great to get people like Daniel that's in the hot seat. And this platform, as you know, is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world because you are bold, brave, you dare greatly, you collaborate, you solve problems, you're making the world a better place. That's why we celebrate you here on this podcast. Daniel Spar is in the hot seat. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Scott. Thanks for having me again. I was here last yeah. year, too. That was fun. That was. It was. It's, it's, it's a great conference. show. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show. Great show. Yeah, the, the conference is, is it's bigger this time. Yeah, well, I think, you know, people have gotten out of their seats from COVID, and now they're actually getting on site again. It's good. Yeah, it is. You know, it's interesting, even though that COVID, whole that pandemic thingy going on, um, it didn't slow down the, the innovation, the technology. The no, it that. actually picked things up for us. COVID helped us a lot, funny enough. <laughs> to close things, no, but to open things up, definitely. It was really strange. But we thought, you know, this is it, but no, not at all. Well, no, because they realized that, that okay, well, that was sort of a, you know, gut punch. <laughs> but I want to stay in business, so exactly. what do I need to do? I need to think differently. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Well, actually, we saw a lot of companies actually spending more time in innovation because they're not doing, they're not as much in their business uh, as usual, and not as much in meetings. So now they go, okay, how do we innovate? How do we innovate ourselves uh, out of this? And that helped. So people started to listen that. a little bit more. Yeah, but that's true. It is. No, I never thought of that. But yeah, it, because you you don't just go back to the salt mine, which a lot of people will at this conference. They're busy. <laughs> they'll go back to the salt mine and they just do what they need to do. But yeah. however, it is a it's a, it's a great way of being able to meet. I want to say trusted individuals, trusted yeah, people who mm-hmm. know what's going on. So that's well, that's you what know I'm that's about. what business is about trust. That's it. Yeah. That, that it is. I mean, it's great that you got this technology, this innovation, you got all that wonderful stuff. But the reality is, is that it gets down to trusting people, trusting people, but also trusting the technology. So I think it's a combination of yeah, both. Yeah, but don't you think you have to sort of find that Sherpa? Like, yeah. I'm going to go to you. I, I haven't even I haven't even thought about the technology. I just know that the internet says I have to look into it, so I need to find somebody like you. Yep, you go through And then I'll go and say, you give me the trusted technology. And if you don't, well, you know how it is. (laughs) I know know that game. I know the game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, background. Give us a background for the listeners. Okay, background. Long background within um, digital, my whole career, and always in that sort of cross point between business and technology. I've always been driven by, okay, how are we helping the business really, even though I've been in super deep tech stuff sometimes. Right now at a small company called Stream Analyze, we're out of Sweden. Uh, We provide an analytics platform that you can deploy on and install on any device out there and allows you to bridge, bring AI directly onto your device rather than bringing all your IoT data into the cloud and doing AI there. We run through, hold on, run through that again. So I know this is, this is the, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
I'm collecting data off of this asset. The yep. asset is then, you know, shipped to the cloud. The cloud then takes that data and then does the the analytics on it, whatever, de deploying some AI, exactly. uh, you know, whatever. That's where it resides. You're saying, hey, why don't you keep it sort of closer to you? Well, why don't you do the analytics up front? You know, so one when the data is generated, you do it right there on the asset. If it's on a car, if it's on a lawnmower, oh. a chainsaw, I don't care. But you do that first analytics up front, and then you know whatever results you need to ship up to the cloud, and what you really need to save in terms of data, that you ship up. It can be an alarm, or it can be just a you know a, a heartbeat or whatever it might be, but you don't need to take all your IoT data and store it. You know that's for sure. Okay. So the process is now I've got this asset. I'm going to perform my analytics close to that asset. Or on the asset. Or on the asset yeah, itself. Exactly. Let's say a motor. Yeah. So I'm pulling motor uh, data. And I like, and, and in that I'm, I'm choosing this data, this piece of data, and this piece of data, yep. and doing whatever. And I'm doing the analytics on that. Yep. And then all the other data, I can either make the decision of saying, that's future I can make decisions on that, but the real key is performing those analytics on site. Yep. On the exactly, asset. exactly. And you can do that for multiple reasons. It can be, you know, you need a quick decision. You know, something has to happen really fast. You don't have the time to step it up there, or you just, you know, you want to. You you don't have good connectivity. Can also be another one. So if you have poor connectivity, that can be another issue. But there's also cost. I mean, this is a real, real driver. By doing this, we're you know we're pushing down the the amount of data traffic, both for your 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 data plans and for storing it and processing it on the cloud by at least seventy percent. We're seeing this across the board. You know that will save you money. That makes sense. That 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 sounds reasonable. So let's take that same analogy. I've got this motor. I'm I'm doing my analytics on that asset, uh -huh. and I'm sending. Outside of the fact that me on site, I can look at the results of that because it's right there. Yep. Right on the, can I say edge? Yeah. Or on edge? On the edge. On yeah. the edge, whatever. So it's right there and I'm looking at it. I can make that those decisions. And then all the other data, I really don't care. And I'm not sending it up to the cloud. I'm just sending that up. No, if you want to. That's, a, that's your you decision. You can. It's your decision. It's your but decision. And, and that, you know, that's, that's probably one of the hardest things I think people are having today in terms of data is making that decision of what data is important, what data do I want to store, and what data do I want to do analytics on. Somebody's got to make that decision, but what's happened historically is now when they get access to all these great cheap sensors and access with you know all the data transfer, let's store everything, just in case. Just in case. You might need it. This is where you come into black data, dark data and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Dark data? Yeah, it's data you don't know you have or you don't need. Oh. I don't know the concept entirely, but this no, is no, what no, people start calling No, 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 but that's it, it. Because, because you're right. But then again, the value of the data, right? Let's say this point, this point, this point, no-brainer. Right there. Those are, And everybody can shake their head yeah. and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a no-brainer. And and you, re, you achieve, let's say... 85% value from just those things. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you just have, what, 15% to try to, you know, debate? And you're, you're, you want to send all of that up because of that 15%? Because you've already hit the, the ones. Go ahead. Yeah, but not only that. I think one thing, you know, even those 15%, 
you might not need them historically either. Right. You just need them to do that calculation. Right. So do the calculation up front and then ship up whatever, you know, what do we need to really store long term? Really? I mean, some industries like health tech and so forth, they have regulatory issues. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, different. Yeah, different. But, yeah. but, but in terms of taking, let's say you want to know when something's about to break down. I don't need to know all the data when it was doing well. You just need to know what's happening when it's breaking down. This is what our clients are doing so when we're working with them. Is they'll say, okay, now we saw an anomaly. Okay, grab the data that happened a minute before that. And then that we want to ship up along with an alarm saying something went wrong. Because that's important. And that's a good decision. How, how do you have that conversation? You, you must have that conversation. You must go into a client and say, yep, yep I got it. Yes, our, our solution is here. It makes sense. Yes, can't poke holes into it. That's where it needs to reside. But you're going to eventually have that conversation with the client and say, okay, just want to let you know we're going to have this data conversation. How do you sort of work through what is of value and what is you know, just let it go? Well, first of all, I mean, we, we have examples where we're done with other customers to give inspiration, right? right, right. Uh, that, that's one. Many times our clients have an idea of what they want to do, but they don't know how to realize it. So it's, then we can start talking about, about how we do that. But I think the, the more important thing is they will say, let's start off real simple. Let's just send, you know, do a heartbeat or get, get some kind of information to understand what the data is, because they don't always know what they want to do with it. So they want to start off real simple and just monitor the machines or assets to see what's happening. Maybe let's just send up something when we have something going wrong. That's fine. So th we'll start off with the simple. Then they'll start evaluating this and saying, okay, wait, now we have a tool at our dip disposition that allows us to make decisions about what's important with our data. Now we can govern it. But if you don't have that, and you, start to in the, you want to take all the advanced stuff and govern everything from scratch, It'll never happen because you haven't taken your baby steps yet. So this is often how we go about it. Some clients have good ideas of what they want. They have, this is all the use cases we want to realize. Can you do it? And we'll go, oh, okay, we'll probably do these, you know, or this, and maybe all of them. Some say, tell us what we want to do. I say, what can you help us with? And then we have to give them inspiration for it. Because, it, you know, I would, I would probably be the, the, the company on the latter part. It's like, hey, I, I know. I don't know where to start. Yeah, and, and then I, we'll say, let's let's start simple. Let's get to know what you have and how that will provide value for you. And then we'll start, you know, unbundling that value over time because you need to get to understand what it's doing. So, from a physical perspective, yeah, for uh, stream analyze, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, do you have a device? What What is that? No, we have what, a software. We're, we're software, just software. Software, but, but where we does that software reside? On the we install we we install ourselves directly onto the device or asset or machine, into a, a piece of you know on a, uh, with some memory and a CPU, that has access to that sensor data. So it can be on a telemetric unit on a car, right. or it can be a little digital board that they've slapped onto a, a chainsaw or something like that that has an API or access, direct access to that stream data from the, from the sensors. Huh. And that's where we install. Huh. So you could go out to that, that asset, whatever, that, that motor. Yeah. We can install on any device. That's our whole tagline, too, bringing AI everywhere for everyone, right? Huh. I didn't know that. 
Now you do? No, I didn't know the fact that you could do that. What, you know, I look at a motor, I see the motor, I know that there's stuff on that motor. Older motors, of course, maybe don't have that, you know, they don't. intelligent chip or whatever. Then you need some kind of hardware device connected to it, a gateway or router or something like that. But, you know, we do not provide that hardware. We have that software component. That's what I'm getting at. So it doesn't really matter. I got it. So you've got the device. You, you use your software into the device, whatever yep. it is, and then all of a sudden you're, you're able to do what your, 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 your solution provides. Yeah, and, and we, yeah, we like to, what we like to say, it's like, you know, real-time Excel out on the edge. And why is that? Well, because, you know, you worked in Excel. Sadly, yes, yes. I do. <laughs> and I, I've created a lot of financial models. Yeah, exactly. But who made the models? You did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't build models for our customers. We provide the platform for our customers to build their own models. That's the other kicker. What does that look like? What, do you, what does that look well, like? Well, what it looks like is we install on that edge. Yeah. We have an installation in their, their right. cloud or their server, and then they have a front end. So now once they have that you know, that whole ecosystem up and running and infrastructure, they can see all the data they want on any device at any time, as long as there's connection. They'll see that data, and then they'll say, okay, great, we'll use our tool or conventional tools, because they can do that as well, to build models around that. And once they're built using our infrastructure, they can slap that down onto the device instantaneously. From a technical perspective, you don't need to do a firmware update, which usually in, you know, requires you reboot the whole damn system, excuse my French, but here things are just running the whole time, right? So you, do, you speed up your development time pretty quickly. Our, we have had three customers tell us, you're like 20 times faster for our edge development than what we've had traditionally. No kidding. Nope. And we didn't ask for it. They, they told us. So I'm just I'm just making sure that I so I'm able to contact you, your team. Yep. I've got assets. You come in. Here might be a legacy uh, or here uh, an older asset. You, you look at you look at a situation. I I'll say I want to know. This is a critical process here. Yep. I want that process so that I can have greater insights into it, and I want to be able to pull it analyze it, use some sort of algorithm, you know, AI right there, and then and then with you, you can go and let's say, yep, yep. Need a device there, yep. Anyway, be able to pull that together and then and and, and then we'll port our software to yeah, that device. That's right. And then install on their servers or cloud or whatever they have, have those connect and then uh, they have their infrastructure. Wow. Where do you see it going? I mean, what? I mean, what's that evolution look like? I mean, I, I get it. Well, there, if you look historically, yeah, any kind of compute. If you take it from a, no, a non-stream analyzed perspective, but if you see any kind of compute, first computers were big mainframes, right? Yep. Then you went into client server. Yeah. And then you went, you know, and then you went back into cloud, and now we're going out to edge. So it, it but mainframes are still there. So this this sort of tail will hang around. It won't change, it won't disappear, but this is what the evolution is. So you're gonna be pushing a lot more of your compute power locally because people see AI as becoming a commodity. They're getting used to seeing it. They're all the chatbots out, they're all the chat, you know, the AI art. So now they get it, but they, they're gonna expect that my things are gonna be really smart using AI. 
So you need to have that smartness directly on the device. Huh. And our vision is we're yeah. going to be we're going to be the de facto standard for the industry for doing this. This is our vision. Call it a BHAG if you want, but this is what we say. No, that it it sounds it sounds accurate and 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 it's interesting because there was this big big push to get everything in the cloud. Got it. Of course. But the cost the, the is just it's like wow. It used to be cheap because we didn't have that much, but now it's it's killing us, and we're dependent. We're super dependent on it. It's a big part, and you're just you're just being able to say, "Hey, keep the important stuff here. Put the the important stuff where it needs to be." Exactly. And then don't worry about all this other stuff, and we can work with you and help you through that. Yep. And they're saving money that way. Saving a lot, theoretically. Yeah, the other thing that's kind of interesting is the environmental aspect, right? Yeah. We don't oh, talk too much about it, but yeah, it's yeah. always interesting to mention, though. Uh, about 4% of the world's energy yeah. consumption today is spent on the cloud. Storage, processing. Th that's substantial. So if you can lower that you know, through this, you actually get the envi environmental perspective as well. See, that's a whole other conversation because I don't... My little brain is, is <laughs> struggles with that because... You, you go around a, an event like this, and people are snapping shots and yeah, sending yeah. things into a cloud, and they're all just, it's video that. And I just think about that. I go, damn. Yeah. Like, where's yeah, that going? Go. It's going up in the cloud. It's going up in some sort of cloud, baby. And and, and that has to be cool. And it has to have some sort of place. I pay for my little, little, little portion of my cloud right there. God, you're awesome. Thanks. I'm glad, I'm glad we were able to pull this off. I am. I am. Yeah, it's it's always, it's always, I always get so much energy from you. Yeah, see, there it is. Vice versa. <laughs> did, let me ask you this. Uh, did, have you seen a, a different... I mean, there's a lot of activity. A lot more activity up there? You mean, at this conference? Than last you? year? Than last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say so. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, How do they get a hold of you, Danielle? Sorry? How do they get a hold of you? If they want to contact you. They, oh, they. They want to get a hold right of me. Here. Hey, you go to, you go to streamanalyze.com is a good one. LinkedIn, you talk to Daniel Spar. I'll connect, you'll get you in touch with our company. Yeah. That's two good ways. There it is. We're going to have all the contact information for Daniel out on Industrial Talk plus his LinkedIn right. link. Because you, you're on LinkedIn. I am. Yeah, you're going to be in out the there. Cloud. You're absolutely <laughs> in the cloud. In the cloud. <laughs> You were great, as always. Thanks, Scott. All right. Thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. How about that for a conversation? IoT Solutions World Congress, Barcelona. We're still working through all of the great content delivered to you by these incredible thinkers, such as Daniel Spar. Stream Analyze. You got to reach out to him go out to industrialtalk.com he would be happy to say yeah let's connect let's talk a little bit about cloud let's talk a little bit about performing the you know the the meat of the analytics at the asset yeah daniel spar he's a good sherpa to connect with without a doubt all right you know industrial talk is building this platform this platform that celebrates you industrial professionals we have podcasts we have uh, on-site broadcasting, as we are from IoT Solutions World Congress. We have webcasts. 
And we're, we're doing a series on uh, utilities as we speak. So go out to Industrial Talk. It's an easy click. Nothing fancy. On demand. So anyway, that's what we're doing because your story, this story of industry must be told. It is absolutely a spectacular time to be in industry, to see what is taking place, to experience what is taking place from all of these incredible thinkers all out on industrial talk. I'm telling you, I'm living this dream. I get to talk to these people. I get to just constantly learn. Now, what can I do with it? I just talk more about it, but it's an amazing time. So nonetheless, Daniel Spar is one you need to connect with. Go out to Industrial Talk. All right, be bold, be brave, Derek Ray. Oh, you need to put 2024, IoT Solutions World Congress 2024 on your calendar. There's going to be more to follow. It's going to be bigger, better, stronger, faster than ever before. IoT Solutions World Congress. Thank you for joining. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.